0: If you're a more energetically sensitive, creative or entrepreneur who's ready to transform your sensitivities into your superpowers, so that you can spend more time in the flow and less time in the internal struggle, then you've come to the right place. The Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with Anna Long Stokes is a business and marketing podcast where we'll uncover the roadblocks that most energetically sensitive entrepreneurs and creatives face on their journey to success and how to move past these blocks to live a more purpose-driven and energetically aligned life.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Anna Long Stokes, and in today's episode, we are going to talk a little more about energy and how it might be impacting you if you happen to be a more energetically sensitive entrepreneur or creative. We live in a day and age where people love to talk about energy. Energy vibes, energy, you know, just scroll through your social media feeds and you'll see most likely a lot of people chatting a little bit more openly about energy, whether it's good energy or bad energy. When most people in my circle, i.e. empaths, talk about energy, they're talking about how they experience subtle energies as they walk through life. So for instance, I had a clairvoyant client recently who was wondering whether or not to make a job change. And in this scenario, there wasn't really a right or wrong answer. But between these two different jobs, when I was looking at it clairvoyantly, there was one choice that seemed to be a lot more aligned with the energy that she was looking to step into. Now, how do I know this? I might sound like a crazy person right now, but I am empathic and I've spent years learning to decipher the language of energy. Yes, energy is its own language. For me, that's the easiest way to describe energy. It's a language. And if this sounds a little bit weird or abstract, I'm going to try to make it a bit more tangible. So once I began to learn how to see energy, which we call clairvoyance, it became almost as real to me as reading words in a book. So while sometimes I don't always understand what I'm seeing when I'm giving a reading, as spirit often speaks through symbols or sometimes shows me things that actually I won't understand, but the person I'm reading will. But what I've learned to become much more confident in is how to discern energy, just how maybe you became more confident in how to read. It all starts out with understanding how to read letters, and with those letters, we then understand how to form words and sentences, and then eventually all of these things carry meaning. So figuring out, I'm doing this in air quotes, figuring out energy is a skill just like any skill that you could go to school for. A lot of times when I give clairvoyant readings to other empaths or people who haven't maybe sought as formal of a training as I have, they say, oh, well, I I could never do what you do. I I don't see energy. I didn't see energy either. This is a skill I have had to work on over the years. So as far as energy, really all people... Places and things have energy, and if they didn't, they couldn't exist. Energy is the underlying substance when you strip away all of the matter. We have energy, and energy exists or it doesn't, and while we're at it, it is my belief that energy cannot be created or destroyed so much as it can be changed or transmuted. This exists in the laws of science. If you've studied energy from a scientific perspective, you cannot destroy energy. It's merely always in a transmutation or change. And this exists in the laws of spirit as well. So when I give healings and I remove energy blockages, I'm not so much destroying the energy as I'm moving it or changing its vibration or frequency to one that's more aligned with my client's body. So how does all of this impact you as an entrepreneur or a creative? Well, most entrepreneurs and creatives happen to have a heightened sense of understanding subtle energies or picking up on subtle energies And if they didn't, they likely wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now. If you're listening to this podcast, you might consider yourself in that category as someone who is a little bit more or a lot, depending on how you identify, you may have a more heightened sense of subtle energy understanding. As I've chatted about in my last podcast, this really is a beautiful thing our world would be a pretty boring place without the wonderful and energetically sensitive people that fill our lives with new creations. But the caveat is that if you're more energetically sensitive, you're more likely to be influenced by energy. And sometimes this influence works in your favor, and other times it can be more of a hindrance. It's my goal with this podcast to get you to begin to look at what you're experiencing in your business and maybe even in your life as energy. Maybe not everything is something you take at face value. Maybe there's an undercurrent of energy that you're either working with or against, that is helping you move forward in your business or your creations or possibly holding you back. So I created a couple examples here for us to talk about and for you to think about when you're energetically sensitive and it's working in your favor. So here's an example. You're hit with a major inspiration or creative download and it seems to have fallen right from the sky and into your lap. This could be a new book idea, an art project, a business, it doesn't matter. This actually happened for me with my brick and mortar beauty business. I remember sitting in a coffee shop. I was an intuitive business strategist at the time, but I was feeling like I wanted to create something tangible, something a community in person. And I remember sitting in my favorite coffee shop in my favorite neighborhood, and I was like, I'm going to create a business. It's going to be called this. It's going to look like this. It's going to feel like this. I just remember having this major download. And I have to say that once I had that download and began to invest a little bit of my energy into it, all of the pieces began to fall into place to make it happen. So you could say in that circumstance, I was working with energy. I was working with the energy of inspiration. I was having a creative download and it was working for me. Another example of what this might look like is let's say you're a coach or a consultant or even a therapist, and you're really aware of your client's deep desires and their subtle needs. And you're really good at knowing exactly what to say to get them moving on to their next step, or maybe getting them out of the funk that they're in. If you're a coach or a therapist or a consultant and you're nodding your head, you might know what I mean. Maybe clients have said to you, wow, I always feel like there's never a solution. And then I go to you and you always help me see the flip side, or you always help me move through this and see my next steps. So if you are someone who's resonating with this it's likely that you're using your more empathic energetic sensitivities to benefit your clients even if that's never really how you thought about it another example is let's say you're a graphic designer or you're an interior designer so let's say you're an interior designer and you walk into a new build where it's just like nothing it's like white walls and You can visualize exactly what's needed to bring vibrancy and life into the space. Everything from paint colors to artwork to the furniture, the cushions, the mirrors, you have an ability, an innate sense, an innate vision to tap into this energy, the energy of creation that maybe does not come easy to others. In fact, I know it doesn't come easy to others. And so if you haven't before, and this applies to you, you can begin to look at you're actually working with your energy to bring your creations to life. It's just another form of energy work. Another example is you're a musician. And I actually have a couple of clients who are musicians, and I give them clairvoyant readings. And I see them working with their creative energies, their empathic creative energies, all the time. When they least expect it, like a jingle will pop into their head, or lyrics kind of write themselves, or they compose these brilliant songs that really pick up speed. So, all of those are examples of times when you are probably a more energetically sensitive person and it really feels like it's working for you. But on the flip side, because there is always a flip side, right, is that there's times where maybe you're energetically sensitive and it feels like it's more of a hindrance than a help. So using those same examples, let's say that you get hit with this major creative inspiration, like how I talked about happened to me with my beauty studio. But when you go to begin to take the steps, to bring that creation to life, you end up kind of stumbling or you retreat or hide, or maybe you self-sabotage. And I see this all the time. And in situations like this, it's likely that there is energy from others that for many reasons are actually limiting your ability to create. And I'm going to talk about this a lot more in future episodes. But all I'll say is that when you're really empathic and you're tapping into energy to help you create, it can be really easy to also tap into energy that would like to prevent you from creating and not even be aware that this energy is outside of yourself. I'm not going to lie, right before I went to record this podcast, I got a headache. I started to feel a little bit sick and foggy. And my roommate started making a lot of noise. We have a roommate that is living on our third floor who's kind of in a rough situation and we're helping him out right now. And and then my dogs were barking and every time I went to go, okay, I'm going to go record this podcast, something came in, (laughs) an energy came in. So actually I had to sit down and meditate for 30 minutes before I even worked on this podcast. But I will tell you in those 30 minutes of meditation My roommate left, the dogs left, my husband left, everything went quiet, all of the noises, all of the fogginess cleared. And here I am producing this podcast. So that's a good example of an energy coming in that may be inadvertently or advertently trying to sabotage you. So another example is you're a coach or a therapist, like we were talking about, and you really love helping your clients. But over time, you begin to feel more and more drained by the work you do. And let's say you start to wonder if this is really your life path, or maybe you even question why you decided to do this at all. So it could be that it's time for a big transition. It could also be, and I see this a lot, that it's not a time for a life transition. It's actually just time for you to get through the energy. It's time for you to figure out how to move things out of your space that you've been holding on to that aren't yours so that you can bring more of your life, vitality, and energy back to yourself. But if you don't know how to do that, and you're kind of sitting in the slog in the bog, it doesn't really feel great. So the next example is, let's say you're a designer, maybe a visual designer, a graphic designer of sorts, and you spend hours sketching drawings or designs but you never put them out into the world because you fear judgment over your art, your skills, your talent. What will people think of you? Maybe you're struggling with perfection, which really is just another form of stuck energy in your space. So all of these examples are kind of crazy, right? Like, How could energy be tied to so much creative beauty but also to so much creative shutdown? And that's really the big question. And after all these years, I don't know. I don't know why energy just isn't always working for us. And I think that's the thing is when you begin really getting deep into the world of energy work and reading it, a lot of times these setbacks are just that. They're just setbacks to make us realize what we are passionate about or get us to be on a path that is working for us. So so even if it might seem like a setback at the time, sometimes it's working for you, but sometimes it is just a pesky setback and it's an energy that we need to get through. So I would like to say I don't spend much time thinking about it, but I do. But at this point I'm not getting caught in thinking about why is there this dichotomy between "quote unquote good energy and bad energy." I know that doesn't exist. Energy really is neutral. But there can be times when energy feels like it's creating bad in our lives versus good. But what I do know after all these years is that when you learn to work with it, just like I did before recording this podcast, that you can use it to your advantage so that you can be in the flow of life, in the flow of creative processes, in the flow of business development. And I have so much more to say on the specifics of all of this, but for now, What I ask you to do is just spend some time taking in everything in your life and seeing it as energy. Have this be your exercise this week. When you're at a coffee shop, when you're at home, when you're trying to get work done, what is the energy of what's happening? Just take a minute to notice it and begin to try to identify this for yourself. And I wanna know if this change in perception Begins to shift your relationship with your creativity or your business? And does it help you move through any stagnation you might be hitting if you're hitting it in your endeavors, your entrepreneurial endeavors? How does looking at everything that you're encountering in life as energy change your perspective? So, if the topic of energy and empathic entrepreneurship were a dartboard, we're really only at the outer edges of exploration. And I'm so excited for all of the episodes ahead. This is my passion, you might be able to tell. And I love sharing my passion with others who are curious or passionate about this themselves. So stay tuned for my next episode. Thanks so much.
0: Thanks for listening to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast. If you're an energetically sensitive creative or entrepreneur looking to find more ease and profits in your creative and business endeavors, then check out our Empathicpreneur Academy, a community and program designed to help you get out of the start-stop-start process, so that you can move through the fear, drop the resistance, and show up and do the work you came here to do. Learn more at www.empathicpreneur.com or click the link in the show notes.